Hey there, it's Edwin from Scary Mystery Surprise. And, and Michelle. <laughs> Again? God, how does that happen so I don't often? know, it happens in our <laughs> In this podcast, we talk about creepy things like Fat Lady Barber of the Seattle's Pike Place Market. And then we talk about a classic like My Yorona. Come check out Scary Mystery Surprise by typing it in Scary Mystery Surprise in your podcast app. Yeah, come hang out with us. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hi, everyone. This is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is another episode of a Spooky Tales, the podcast for all things spooky and sometimes true crime. And this month again, or not this month, this episode again, we're doing both together because mm-hmm. it's March and we're covering sad, depressing, true crime cases involving women that we should know about. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, be ready to be be ready to be sad again. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, listeners. Yes, we are. We are sorry. <laughs> um, but first, I did prepare a listener story today. So actually, like right now, right before we hit record, <laughs> I was like, well, let me bring that up. I didn't do it last time. Um, so this was sent in via email. If you have a story for us uh, to share, you can email us at gmail.com or you can DM us on, uh, I guess, any of the socials. Um, or submit it on Discord. There's a whole channel that just says submit your scary story. That's um, another fun way. Oh, or you can call us. I forgot about our phone number. Let me pull that number up because, of course, I don't have it in front of me. One sec. Okay. Or if you want to leave your spooky story telling it yourself in your own voice, you can call um, the a spooky hotline at 360-836-4486. That's going to be in the show notes as well. You'll get a voicemail or it's going to go straight to voicemail and you're going to hear me say something like, welcome to the a spooky hotline. If you're calling this number, then I think you have a scary story for us. Leave it after the beep, something like that. I don't remember what I said anymore. It was a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, this one was sent in via email and um, it is the subject line says, time warp experience Ooh, yes we we love a time warp story (laughs) okay so here it goes roughly about a year ago give or take a month or two i was traveling from hollister california to salinas california to visit my siblings this travel was very common for me and my children we did it very often it takes about 30 to 35 minutes when there is not heavy traffic longer when there is Out of Hollister, we take Highway 156 West, passing through San Juan Bautista until we get to 101 South Junction. From there, we take 101 South all the way past Aromas and Prunedale into Salinas. Like I said, this travel is something I do frequently, and it takes at least 30 minutes. Well, this one experience, I was with my children, and we had just passed San Juan Bautista, and I called my sister on Bluetooth. We talked, and next thing I knew... We were entering into Salinas. I lost track of time. I felt like I couldn't even remember the drive at all. It was 2.34 p.m. when I called my sister. When I realized we were entering Salinas, it was 2.41 p.m. It was a seven-minute gap in time. I was in shock, and so was my sister. She said she believed we went through some type of time warp. 
or we were abducted by aliens. <laughs> Which, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Okay, let me let me finish this. It felt so eerie and I had goosebumps. I also never remembered the drive at all. Still creeps me out to this day. That's weird. It's weird because like, like she said, she makes that drive so often. Like it shouldn't have been over that fast. I like how it's always aliens. <laughs> what else would it be? I don't know. Nothing else makes sense. Nothing else makes sense. Yeah. Or a time warp. Mm-hmm. Or both. Both. Alien a time, time warp. warp. Cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's weird. That was, I, I liked when we did that time glitch episode. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. They're so um, hard to find, though, like outside of are. the States. I feel like a lot, there's like, there's a few good stories about like in the boonies here in the States, but it's really hard to find. I'm sorry, you guys. My voice sounds terrible. I'm, I'm a little bit sick, but it's so hard to find <laughs> in like Latin America. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's one of the main differences, like with stories that like, Ghost stories, stories of duendes, all those are so easy to find. Mm-hmm. But time warp and alien abduction stories are harder to come across, I think. I, I don't know. Or maybe I, I feel like also like a lot of us uh, in our culture would probably just dismiss it. Maybe I just don't know how to say time warp in Spanish. And that's why I can't find the stories. No. <laughs> how do you say time warp? I'm going to Google translate it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what warp is in Spanish. <laughs> I don't know either. Someone tell us, please, how to search for these stories. How did I even find the last one? No, you know what? When we did the Time Warp episode, I wasn't even searching for the Time Warp story. I was just looking at YouTube videos. (laughs) And I came across the one titled La Casa de la Colina. And that person said it was like when they went into the house and came back out, like time they're still when they were inside mm. so they came and so that's how i didn't even come across it looking for time warp stories i was just looking for a haunted house stories <laughs> when i found that story so <laughs> it did it did like a sign or something yeah um anyway now i feel like re-listening to that episode i probably will do that <laughs> um yes so today i will be telling you about the case of alexa negron luciano um and i do want to give some trigger warnings before we start uh so this involves transphobia uh hate crime and Mm -hmm. murder um so if you are not in a place where you can listen to that skip to mj's uh part of this episode it will be stamped in the show oh my god it will be time stamped in the show notes Mm -hmm. i'll put the time that my part ends um, are you ready to uh, yes, be sad? I'm ready. Okay. On February 27th, 2020, Benito Bad Bunny got on stage on The Tonight Show and he performed while wearing a skirt, a white shirt, and a salmon-colored jacket. The shirt read, Mataron in red letters and then in black letters, A Alexa. So, Mataron A Alexa. And then in smaller smaller letters below that, it said, no nombre con falda. Uh, and then in English, that's just, they murdered Alexa, not a man in a skirt. And I think for many, including myself, that was the first time I even heard her name mm-hmm. or like knew that this happened. Uh, her name, Alexa Negron Luciano. She was a 29-year-old trans woman. She was unhoused, and she was well-known in the Tao Bajo community of Puerto Rico for various 
reasons, some wrong. So those that like knew her, they did like work in with unhoused people in the community, knew her ve- very well. They said she was humble, kind and noble. Sadly, though, uh, against like her will, she was very popular in Puerto Rican social media. Because people were always taking pictures of her and posting them online to mock her, Hmm. as people tend to do, right? Um, Mm -hmm. They called her bag lady because she had this giant purse, but that's how she carried her belongings Mm -hmm. and obviously other transphobic things. And I'm not going to repeat those things, but they would post pictures of her posting all these insults and calling her crazy. Some sources say that she's 27, some say 28. So between 27 and 29, I'm not sure of her age because like five different websites said five different things. Mm -hmm. So between those ages, for sure, though, 27 to 29. But on the morning of February 24, 2020, around 4 a.m., she was found in a field. She had been shot multiple times. And as of now, today, it has been over three years since her death, since her murder. Um, Her case remains unsolved. No one has been charged for her murder. Oh, yeah, because it's March. So, yeah, Yeah. it really has been three three years now. Wow. So one day before she was found in the field on the morning of the 23rd of February, There were pictures of her circulating once again around social media, which was pretty like normal. It happened all Mm -hmm. the time because, again, people were mocking her all the time. So there was another woman that had claimed that Alexa had harassed this woman in a public bathroom, uh, in a public McDonald's bathroom. This claim, of course, was like unfounded and just fueled by transphobia. Uh, Alexa was just using the women's bathroom because she is a woman. Mm -hmm. So this other woman that complained about this, that said Alexa was peeping on her, she called the police and she actually she called the police because she claimed that Alexa was peeping on another customer in this same bathroom. Mm -hmm. And so officers, officers arrived to question Alexa and the picture that was circulating around social media. It was taken while Alexa was being questioned by officers during that like altercation. And then. That went viral. That went viral mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico. And later that day, three 18-year-old men were driving and they recognized Alexa from the viral picture. And they continued, they saw her and then they verbally harassed her mm-hmm. for entering the women's bathroom. And they recorded this incident. You can hear them. It's still up on YouTube. I Wow. Which is disturbing. And, yeah, because YouTube is so strict on their what content and they, they're letting this up. Yeah. And I found the video. I watched it. Um, They're calling her crazy, but they're saying loco. They're like, mis, you know, misgendering yeah. her on top of insulting her. Um, And then they're like going on and on about like, it's like, it's disturbing. I don't, I, I mean, you can, I will link it in the show notes. I don't want to repeat what they were saying, but they were like, Basically threatening to, um, what did they say? Something about her ass. Like, it's just, it was disturbing, honestly. And for people that are transphobic and homophobic, they were saying some pretty wild things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But 
Yeah, they recorded this incident of them insulting her, saying, oh, and then they say that they're going to shoot her in this video, right? And then they drive away. How were these men not investigated? Right? Yeah, you'll see. So <laughs> so they left uh, after this re- This was recorded. They they left and then, yeah, they drive away. And um, Alexa was used to this type of harassment. She like regularly, she regularly walked with a mirror in front of her so she could spot anyone sneaking up behind her, which is like no way to live. That's so sad to me. No, that is terrifying. Yeah, it's not fair at all. This time, however, the harassment was more than just like verbal because these three men, these three 18 year old men returned after they recorded themselves threatening her, insulting her just verbally, though, they returned and they found her on the same spot. Basically, this time they had paintball guns with them mm-hmm. and they recorded themselves again, insulting her, threatening her and then shooting her with the paintball guns. Wow. And so the video that I found, the video doesn't show the paintball guns. It's just you can hear them saying all these things. And then you can hear the sounds of the paintball gun being shot mm-hmm. at her, um, which is it's terrible. And and the fact that they felt comfortable enough to record it. Right. Yes. Is is, is telling. And those things hurt, by the way, like paintball. Guns, they do they hurt. hurt a I lot. You'll hate get like welts and stuff. Yeah, it's painful. They recorded themselves doing this, right? And then they posted it on social media. And yeah, like I said earlier, this can still be found on YouTube. Um, And they're, you know, they're heard insulting her, misgendering her, calling her all sorts of things. And you can hear them shooting her. Um, It's like eight or so shots of just like paintball. Uh, You can hear it. And they're laughing the whole time. It's disgusting. Uh, You know, I I don't know why I watched it. Research. (laughs) It was terrible. Yeah, I mean, and I could have just not because I read what happened in the video, but then I was just there. You know, and it's depressing. I don't recommend anyone, anyone to well, click like, on it I, at I, all. I sometimes like I hate like that when what's it called? But at the same time, um, I think of all the violence that happens in America, and sometimes you're desensitized from reading it in print. It doesn't click. That's true. It doesn't click yeah. how serious the thing is until you're seeing it with your own eyes, and you're like, oh. This is more horrifying than the print or, you know, the article is really letting on. Yeah, it's truly horrifying. And so this, this all took place the morning. So the 23rd in the morning slash when they went back to shoot her with the paintball gun, that was at night. Wow. So the 23rd at night, she was found on the 24th at 4 a.m., which is like super suspicious, suspicious, right? Um, I mean, yeah, it's we, it's. I'm shocked that they were not uh, charged with her murder. Honestly, um, they were charged. So when when this video went out, they first people first believed it was a video capturing her death, but it, it was earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. It was not. This is not where they where she died or where she was murdered. It's still assault. So this these three um. These three men, and I'm not going to say their names because, you know, they're not worth it at all. Like, uh-huh. fuck them. Um, but these three men were charged with hate crimes for shooting her with the paintball guns. Uh-huh. At least one of them was found guilty of aiding and abetting, as as I could find. So on August 29th, 2022, one of them was charged. Um, and he 
is going to spend 33 months in prison. Wow, 33 only? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the other two, I'm not entirely sure if they are still awaiting trial. I know they were all indicted for hate crimes and for obstruction of justice because they did try to delete the videos from their phones, but it was already on social media anyway. So I know those are their charges. And one of them is definitely already in sentence and, Mm -hmm. you know, with that charge or with that sentence of 33 months. The other two, I don't think they've been charged yet. I think they're still waiting, awaiting trial from what I could find. Are they in prison at least? Yeah, they're they're um yeah they're not like out walking around or anything. Um, so either way, uh, they were they could have been the last ones to see her alive Mm -hmm. because it was nighttime when they went back with the paintball guns. Mm -hmm. You could see that pretty clear in the video. Um, and you know it's just hours after this is when she was found in the field. Um, so that's like super. It's suspicious, but I guess there was no evidence tying them to her murder. I mean, aside from them harassing her the entire day before, there's no evidence. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's I mean, besides there's yeah. threats that were recorded on video, that but there's too. no evidence. No. It, yeah, exactly. Um, also, it's apparently the day she was found was her birthday. <gasps> Which is just so much more tragic to me. I did not um, know so, that. Yeah, I that's I didn't know that either. I I will I didn't know much about the case in the first place. But yeah, it would have been her 29th birthday. Mm. If if it that age is correct. Either way, it was her birthday for sure, it seems. But yeah, that's so sad. And uh the FBI still has a page up on their website seeking information on the case. There is a reward for up to fifty thousand for information that could lead to the indictment and arrest of the individuals res- uh, responsible for her murder. So that's it's still an active case. I kind of feel like a lot of people should bombard the FBI with here threats were made. Here's a video of harassment multiple times the same. I, but it looks like they already investigated that yeah, from what like, I could write, read. From what I read is what I, I'm trying like, to say. But I just don't understand how can you dismiss it? Like, it's just too, that's already too evident that they recorded themselves. Of them hurting yeah, her yeah, the night of. So I'm like. And they had the audacity to laugh and record it and post it and then try to delete it like it, it's all very suspicious and it's like if you didn't kill her why delete it i mean yeah, not just exactly. that but it was like very i mean they should have but we, uh, even if they didn't kill her but still like what i'm saying is like they behave and like uh oh we gotta run because they're gonna charge us let's delete everything yeah yeah it's it's it doesn't look good for them at all um and if if anything i don't know like they should know. I don't, how did no one see this? Right? Is my I I I feel like they did. Like maybe they heard yeah. it, but they didn't care to see something. Something. It's either way. It's messed up. Um, Alexa lived a hard life. Um, she was basically disowned by her family. Um, for you know who she mm-hmm. was. But for those that got to know her, she was loved. There was one man named uh, Nandi Torres. He advocated for the unhoused in this neighborhood. And he was uh, always um, 
doing what he could to aid them. So like he would walk around and give blankets out, food. If anyone needed rides, he would give them. Um, and he met Alexa in 2019. And uh, there's an interview that he did um, with, I forgot what news channel in Spanish, but he's talking in the video about how he had to gain her trust. And then finally she would let him give her food and uh, help her when he could. And uh, during this interview, you can hear him saying, me la mataron, me la mataron, which I was like, oh my God, that's so sad. Because like in English, that would be they killed her, but he's not saying la mataron. He's saying me la mataron, mm-hmm. like, like almost like they killed my girl. Like, yeah. uh, I was like, oh my that's gosh, terrible. I was so sad when I read that. <sighs> but I just, I want to um, emphasize that People were out there dehumanizing Alexa on the daily, online, uh, and in person because she was a trans woman, but she was, you know, also loved by so many. Um, Sadly, her family refused to do a funeral service for her, even though a lot of trans groups and LGBTQ groups uh, requested that. Uh, They did not do it. But there were vigils in her memory uh, hosted in both New York and Puerto Rico. And um, on the street where she lived, um, there was a ceremony held and over 100 people attended. They put up an altar in her memory. Um, So she was still honored in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just heartbreaking to me that even after her death, her family was like, no, like that's that's so messed up. That's horrible. Right? Um, and and um, after her death, Puerto Rican news media and Spanish media in mm. general were referring to her as a man in a skirt was found dead. Like, they didn't even say her name. Wow. Um, they continued to misgender her. And that's why Bad Bunny wore his shirt uh, saying, Mataron a Alexa, no un hombre en una falda. Like we talked about last episode, uh, femicides are at an all-time high mm-hmm. in Latin America. And I mean, the United States is not that far behind, yes. sadly, either. But it's important when people talk about femicides, and including us, that we acknowledge that a lot of these femicides, the majority are trans women. And especially trans Black women here in the United States are the most at risk for violence Mm-hmm. trans women are murdered at an extremely high rates compared to other people and this includes the united states and in the united states it's actually puerto rico is the worst mm, the worst place that doesn't sound right the worst location where it happens the most uh-huh. location yeah um 2021 became the deadliest year for trans and non-binary people in the United States. Before that, it was 2020. Like, every year, it just gets higher. Uh-huh. Um, 44 trans people have were murdered in the United States in 2021. Actually, sorry, I don't know if I wrote that for 2020. And I think it's higher. I think it was, like, 47 in 2021 and 44 in 2020. But of those murders, like, the high, the highest amount happened in Puerto Rico, so... I don't know, fight your transphobic uncle <laughs> at parties. Like, seriously, it's it's messed up. It is. And it's also very creepy. Like, transphobes, like, have a fixation on other people's genitalia. It's weird. 
It's it is so very, weird. It's yeah. like sexual predator vibes. I mean, they oh, are. You know, you know the what? Worst. I'm going to call tra- yeah. uh, transphobes sexual predators because they're really, 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 really focused on people's genitals. And that's just like red flags. Like, that's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are so, and- like any anybody who's transphobe, <laughs> you're all sexual predators in my book. Yeah. And so weird, too. But like the worst part is like there's all these like straight men uh, that are actually out there abusing children okay i was sexually assaulted by a straight man never a trans woman a straight man i am like the the thing one thing that i'm scared of the most in this world is a straight man who thinks he i i owe him something yeah i am terrified of that like there's like what is it there's a song that says god doesn't scare me men do or something like that. Yeah. That. Yeah. And um, I mean, that is like the most dangerous thing to a woman yeah. is their male, straight male partner. And not even their partner. Like, I'm just I'm scared of no, men actually and, anyone. Yeah. Uh, but men like, in general. <laughs> like, yes, terrifying. seriously. But like, uh, like there's all those, um, especially as of like the past couple years, but it just seems to be getting worse. But like, I'll see all the time, like there's a a drag queen story hour and then you see all these men who are actually in the threat going and like with all their guns and like protesting this story hour when they have been going on for a bunch of years now like uh-huh. there was one here like five years ago no it might have been four years ago because Mateo was a tiny little baby and I wanted to go but I was at work and I couldn't go and nothing happened nothing everything was fine nobody cared about it and you know what everyone the, who the wanted to go was there is, uh-huh. like Straight white men are the highest consumers of CP. Yes. Not not trans, not gay, not any other race, white straight men. Yeah. Yeah, I have read that before too. So it's like they're out here harassing trans women when they should be out there Fighting these priests in church. Like. Yes, like for real. Like, oh my God. Past, uh, pastors too have a high mm-hmm. rate of uh, child abuse and, and abuse in general, not just child abuse, because a lot of them also um, are very abusive to their family oh, members. Oh yeah, there was a church in series, a Catholic church in series that we used to go to. Oh, I know which one and, you're talking about. Okay, on, on yeah. That street, I don't remember right? the name of it. Yeah, on that one yes. long street that's kind of like yes, a highway, but yes, not a highway. Yes. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and one time we were there and the, uh, the, whatever they're called, the sacerdote or padre, uh-huh. whatever was there. And he was like, pray for this so-and-so bishop of blah, 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 because he's being accused of rape. Uh, and he, he's innocent. And, and I'm like, what excuse are we, I'm not praying for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. And going on to that, my mom follows a lot of, um, like, because she's she's very religious. She's Catholic, but one of the the priests she follows uploaded CP and then quickly deleted his um, oh entire my thing. God. My mom had to get in contact with um, agencies and report it. 
And she wow. was f- wow. like, my mom was fucked up for days mentally. I bet. And, That's and she it, she had to report it. She had to report it to, oh to like God. a bunch of authorities, including she emailed directly. Like I, we haven't heard from shit, but she reported it. It was fucking bad. It was so bad. And it's people who promote being straight and men who are quote unquote straight, who are the most dangerous people on the planet. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, that is why, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about her today because it isn't, there isn't, there wasn't a lot of people covering her case either and it's still open. So, you know, if anyone out there knows anything, the, that website, the FBI information thing is going to be linked in the show notes. Someone has to know something. Yeah. I'm hoping that the guilt is just eating the people who know the secret alive and then they just talk i would you would hope but sometimes i'm like do these people even care i mean they don't care (laughs) but like if you're a decent human being i'd hope so they are well that's true they aren't they killed her (laughs) but still oh my god she should do like some kind like honestly let's haunting this seriously like make them talk i don't know it's 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 so sad and it's so infuriating yeah it really is um, but onto less infuri- inf- oh my god, onto less infuriating. Wow, that was hard to say. Words are hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, onto less maddening topics. <laughs> Welcome to our little haunted break. We want to give a special shout out to the Spookies who support us on Patreon, and especially our newest members. Eric and Vivi, Nightmare on Fear Street, and Marta. And a shout out to the rest of our patrons, Mari, Desiree, Diana, Ruben, Sonia, Liliana, Muna, Isaac, Nacho Mama, Nelly, Alex and Azriel, Malia, Gina, Mimi, Diana, Ashes, and Janie, Michelle, Monica, Modesto, Cynthia, who actually just rejoined. Thank you, Cynthia, so much. Perla, Jesenia, Dalia, Rene, Edis, Ghost Train, and Madtown Charity. Your support means the world to us. Thank you so much. If you want to join the Patreon, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash Tales. You'll gain access to bonus episodes. We try to do two a month, but always at least one. You get to vote on the movie night uh, polls where you choose the movie night that we're going to be watching and monthly goodies like stickers and if you join the highest tier, no mames, super serious and spooky, then you get an exclusive keychain. But don't worry, if you cannot support us monetarily, then you are not missing out on anything. The best support that you can give us is just listening to our episodes here. So thank you for doing that. Hey there, it's Edwin from Scary Mystery Surprise. And, and Michelle. Is- <laughs> Again? God, how does that happen so I don't often? know, it happens in our dreams. <laughs> in this podcast, we talk about creepy things like Fat Lady Barber of the Seattle's Pike Place Market. And then we talk about a classic like my Yorona. Come check out Scary Mystery Surprise by typing it in Scary Mystery Surprise in your podcast app. Yeah, come hang out with us. What is your story? I want to hear it. Okay, so I don't know if mine has a happy ending or not. I guess that's up to the listener and each person <laughs> to decide. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Um, We're starting like that. Huh? If, if, if you thought it was going to cheer you up, 
<laughs> I guess it depends who you are. <laughs> wow. Okay. No. <laughs> um, anyway, so this is called, uh, this is from Puerto Rico and it's a legend of Salome and Aruaca. And I am so sorry if I um, say any of the Taino words wrong. I can't English very often and can't Spanish very often. And I for sure cannot third language anything. Um, <laughs> I am so sorry. Uh, I'm going to do my best though to pronounce them. So uh, there was a man named Don Julian Correa, and his greatest pride was his 17-year-old daughter, Salome. And Salome went on a daily walk to the Abo Abacoa River. On one particular day, she rode a horse, and her father insisted that Juan, the son of Don Ramon Rivera, a rich landowner, take her on this walk. He was hoping the two would one day get married. When they reached the river, there was a flower floating by the riverbank, and Salome went to grab it. But she slipped, she lost her balance, and fell into the river, and was being <gasps> carried away by the strong current. She called Juan for help, but he did nothing, and only said... What? Could he not swim? Or what? I don't know. He did nothing, though. And he only said he would go to the hacienda and ask for help. Oh, my God. Useless men. <laughs> <laughs> Salome was sure that this was her end, but in the sky she saw a bronze and copper bolt fall from the cliff into the river. She felt arms grab her and brought her safely to the riverbank. Her savior was a young man with brown skin and honey-colored eyes. It was love at first sight. She asked him for his name, and he said, I am Aruaca, the son of the last two Taino warriors, son of... And I'm so sorry, this is a hard word for me. Urayoan and Cecilia, the Spanish grandson of the cacique Abacoa. Wow. Uh, Good job. I, I, I didn't fumble too hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was good. Um, but I've been wrong too, so I don't know. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Aruaca carried her to the hacienda and the men there began to shoot at him. He tried to... What? I know. The oh, audacity. Seriously, he just saved her. Mm -hmm. he How dare they? <laughs> he tried to defend himself, but there were so many. Don Julian was angry and wanted to kill him. Salome oh. jumped in front of him and said, This man saved my life. You owe him. Juan was the coward who was going to let me die in the river. Aruaca left without saying a word, but with a look in his eyes that said goodbye. Salome would return to the river every day in hopes that they met again. One day, Aruaca was there, and they reunited. From then on, every evening, they would meet at the river. Oh, They knew they came from two different worlds, which meant they could never be... They could never really be together. Aww. One evening, Don Julian followed her to the river, and he saw that she was going to meet Aruaca. He became enraged by the sight of Salome being embraced by him. He began shooting at him, but shot oh Salome God. in the chest. Oh! <gasps> Oh my god, how did you find a legend with a femicide in it? I, I have no idea, but hold on, there's plot twists. There's there's many plot twists, okay? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he it's Like I said, I, I, you guys are going to have to tell me if it's a happy ending or not. Oh yeah, so he shot her in the chest. Aruaka was distressed as he saw the love of his life dying. He began to pray to the gods in Guacara, and... um. I looked at a at a Taino website where it has mm -hmm. the words and it says Guacara means cave or region of birthplace. Okay. He climbed the cliff and entering the cave, he placed his love next to the 
it's Shaway. I think it's Shaway. It's X A G U E Y. Shaway. I think you're right. We could both be wrong, but it. I. That's how I would guess too. Yeah, because like um, the X is either sh or X, and I'm like I usually pronounce it in Spanish. So I don't know. Yeah. Some definitions of this means sinkhole or blue hole. So taking water from the spring in the cave, he started to clean her wound and the miraculous water of the Shaway. And with the help of his ancestors, she was revived. Aruaka thanked. Okay, this these are um gods. And I am mm. so sorry. I'm going to probably butcher <laughs> this. Bo- Boainayash? Oof, I, I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> and Mar- Maroju, which is which were the gods of rain and harvest. Maruaka decided to go to the hacienda to give her father the good news. They said goodbye and Salome waited for his return. When Maruaka arrived at the hacienda, he was shot and killed by Don Julian before he was able to speak. Oh, my God. Because of his evil deeds, Don Julian never knew his daughter was alive. Salome waited in the cave for 150 years. She (gasps) didn't age a day. They say finally after 150 years, she finally gave up waiting and died of a broken heart. The memory of Aruaca sustained her along with the spring water. It is said that now the spirits of Salome and Aruaca inhabit the cave, finally being able to be together. So that's the legend. Okay. Tragic, but beautiful, I think. So do they have a happy ending? I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're together now, right? Supposedly. I mean, they're not alive, but if they're together and they're ghosts just chilling together, then... I guess so. That's a happy ending. That's, yeah, but I think still. so. If you don't believe in the afterlife and that they're spending their afterlife together, then no, it's not a happy ending. <laughs> Like I said, this is up to you, listener, to decide if they have a happy ending or not. Wow. Okay. That that was not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I feel like we just recorded it. I was going to ask if you have any spooky recommendations, but like, I guess we did. When did we record? Like three days ago. Three days ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, I re- edited the episode the same day and mm-hmm. then put it out. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, do you have any spooky right No, I have not. I've been sick and sleeping. So. Oh, that should be your new um, catchphrase. I've been sick and sleeping. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's been like my catchphrase <laughs> for like the past three months. I've been sick and sleeping. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't... What have I been... I mean, it's only been three days. I think I've only been watching The Office because uh, sometimes I finish doing the things I need to do. And then I'm like, wow, I don't know what to do. And I can't decide on anything. And then I just put on The Office. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I mean, the last thing I watched was The Mandalorian. I think I said this last time. But like. Oh, you did. Yeah. The Mandalorian's the only exception. <laughs> the Last of Us comes out tomorrow, a new episode. So I'll be watching that for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've I'm watched still on anything episode else. Four. Oh, uh, you're not that far behind then. I think there's only another three. <laughs> only, only another three. Only another only. three hours. Yeah, and then by yeah. tomorrow, it's gonna be another four. <laughs> Just watch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just catch up today. No, <laughs> I did ra- want to rewatch True Blood, but there's so many seasons. I've never seen that. Yeah, so I don't even know if I'm gonna. 
Yeah, sometimes I just don't want to watch something new because I don't want to pay attention. Mm-hmm. I just want it in the background because I need noise 24-7. <laughs> You're like me. Anyway. I turn on the TV just to have background noise. <laughs> I like always have something like on. Like white or... noise is like awesome. Yeah. I have like a yes. like a air purifier and I turn it off to the highest setting just because I like the white noise. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's comforting. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, do not forget our book this month, not this month, this book club. Mm-hmm. The book we're reading for the book club is The Hacienda. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I was trying to say this whole time. And I kept saying book club instead of book. Anyway, <laughs> that is what we're reading for the next book club uh, episode, The Hacienda by Isabel Cañas. And um, what else? Any other updates? Oh, uh, as of today... If no one else drops the subscription, we are at 30 patrons. Woohoo! Woo! So that's exciting. And if you want at least one bonus episode a month, sometimes more, um, then yeah, head on over to Patreon. I'm also in the process of making keychains, which I have also surprisingly, not surprisingly, not finished <laughs> yet. <laughs> Uh, but well, you know, one day they will be done, and they're gonna look so cute. I swear. Maybe not today. Maybe not, not tomorrow. Today. Yeah, but one day. One day, though. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually, yeah. That is my motto, my life motto. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess to end this episode, fight your homophobic, transphobic uncles at mm-hmm. Thanksgiving parties, um, and Christmas. People still have Thanksgiving parties. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think, what What did I do? Like, no, I just, I was like, bring me food. That's it. <laughs> what did I, I don't even remember what I, oh, I was working. I was working. Yeah. So yeah, stay a spooky and we'll catch everyone next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to the spooky supporting us on Patreon. Your support means the world to us. And if you want to join the Patreon and get bonus episodes, monthly goodies in the mail, and more, go over to patreon.com slash spookytales. Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, produced and edited by Christina, and is a proud member of the Cultivate Network. For more podcasts on the network, check out cultivatepodcastnetwork.com. Don't forget to check out our Spooky merch. We have Spooky shirts. We have no mama's shirts and we have a cool hat that i just added it's like a baseball hat not like a hat hat um we also have a beanie in there and they just say a spooky on there but i'm a big fan of the hat it says a spooky in old english letters and i love it i wear it every day not because i want to go around repping the podcast but it's comfy it's a great hat you can go to spookytales.com store i'm always adding new designs But don't even worry if you cannot support us monetarily because the most important support is what you're already doing, giving us a listen. If you listen and you love what we do, feel free to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share this with your spooky friends. Spooky season is upon us, so this is our time of year. Stay as spooky.